This week on the BAMCAST. Open the door. Get on the floor. Everybody. Paul Walker's a dinosaur. One star. We're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMCAST. Hey, hey BAMCAST. BAMCast. Hey, BAMCAST. Episode 103. Yes. <laughs> Nintendo 103. Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, hi. Yep. Oh, hi. There you go. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm on the beach. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we transplant ourselves into the past of bad movies. Then we go ahead and take control of one, and then we come in here and talk about it for about 30 minutes. And then we rate said terrible movie. It gets one to five jocks if it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after Robot Jocks. Or it gets one to five bags in a negative sense, as in douchebags after Twilight. So, in keeping with our triple Rex uh, thing, <laughs> theme, uh-huh. we like themes. Triple Rex. Mistake. Yeah. yeah. It's just fun to say triple Rex. Triple Trex. Rex. Trex. Uh, we watched uh, 1994's Tammy and the T-Rex. So, listener recommendation from Jens. From Thank you, Jens. Jens. <laughs> <laughs> Whom I'm about to disappoint because he paid me a compliment, or, well, as in general, a compliment, but I think specifically my joke compliment, because, you know, we're going to probably not be kind to this movie. But anyway, let's get a plot summary out of the way, so then we can be unkind. Hmm. An evil scientist implants the brain of Michael, a murdered high school student, into an animatronic Tyrannosaurus. He escapes, wreaks vengeance on his high school tormentors, and is reunited with his sweetheart, Tammy. Together, the couple try to elude the mad scientist and the police and find a more appropriate vessel for Michael's brain. Yeah, that's okay. Sure, <laughs> that is that's close. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah, that's a succinct plot summary. Sure, sure. Yeah, that covered everything. Yep. Let's yep. rate it. Let's rate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! So, Denise Richards is Tammy. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is before she was Denise Richards. Really? Well, she was still she Denise, was Denise Richards. Richards. Yeah, she just was. She just wasn't known Starship for Troopers. Being no, Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. No. Yeah. And Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. It's Michael. Uh-huh. Who's in the movie for about 20 minutes. Yeah, yep. give or take. And then yeah. he, his voice shows up later, though. Briefly. I wonder if he voiced the dinosaur once it's dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> if they had Paul Walker in the studio going, Arr! We should write him. Is he on Twitter? Let's ask him. He probably <laughs> is. He is. Let's go. Let's go right now. It's too bad Casper Van Dien wasn't in that, because we I would know. have a response he immediately. Would, he right. would immediately go, There's yeah, the six I mean. degrees of separation there. He might He might be able to ask the Denise. Denise yeah. who could <laughs> call up Paul. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, they're all, they all have them in their iPhones or, we or something. Could get, yeah. We could get uh, Denise, Dina, and Jake. Yeah, and, somebody. And Someone knows him. Somebody Casper there. Casper all to yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. No, that's Yeah, Paul Walker's on Twitter. Ask him. Here he is. 211,000 followers. Thanks. But I'm going to tweet him anyway, after I'm done talking. Okay. <laughs> so, no. anyway. Yes. Just narrate what you're typing. Dear Paul Walker. You're dreaming. Our favorite movie of yours is Tammy and the T-Rex. Dear Paul We had a question for you. Our favorite. You're not going to get all that in a tweet. No. Is Tammy and the T-Rex. Sure. Did you voice the T <laughs> Rex after it became after your brain went into it? Tweet. Eleven characters left. Boom. Really? <laughs> yes. 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 That's awesome. He might he might see that email and go, Oh, well, look, yeah. somebody mentioned. Does me. he respond to people? 
Do you have any Probably responding not. tweets? What's, what's funny if it's like another Paul Walker? <laughs> just, yeah. No, he's verified. Paul, well, I know, but I mean, I, it's only... Uh, sure, whatever. It's Paul Walker. Look at the sketch I, of Paul Walker Walker's there and some sort of emblem yes. over there. Yes. Anyway. It's not fun with Is Twitter. Is he in some secret society? What is Did that you write shit? him from your account or from the Banff cast? Uh, from my account. <laughs> oh, you should have uh, done Banff yeah. cast. Sorry. He could have discovered the Banff cast and then... Shared it with I all was that Was that at Paul Walker 47? Hold on a goddamn second, okay? I will fix this. <laughs> Welcome to the Twitter cast. I will copy that. I will delete that. Copy that. <laughs> that I will Roger sign Dodd. off here. Uh-huh. Sign on the goddamn Bamcast. Make yeah. sure it's Paul Walker 47. I, I think, think we that's should all real do one. it. I, don't ha- I just copied it. It's, it's going to have this. Like, I think over the span of the next week, we should all ask random ass questions to Paul Walker about Tanner <laughs> the T-Rex. <laughs> is Denise Richards on Twitter? Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, Paul Walker 47 Yes okay Now Good. it's tweeted From the Bamcast. Excellent Thank you Hello Paul Walker If you're listening Did it update Is it He's oh. got yeah, Hella board it's photos Okay no I thought Maybe someone sent us something No Like he <laughs> immediately <laughs> Responded <laughs> Yes I did <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker phone Gone off <laughs> There's right. a tweet Coming in about Paul Walker <laughs> I need I need you to monitor That for the rest Of the podcast So if he responds Before we finish recording We have to We have to have a sound I'm on it, it out I'm on it Okay <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Wait, I didn't click activity. Fuck activity. Fuck your Fuck activity. activity. Is that a new feature wow. on new Twitter? Fe- <laughs> <laughs> you are fucking no one. Who's Paul Walker fucking? <laughs> He's fucking the lit news for a video camera right now. <laughs> you have zero fuckers. <laughs> oh, Someone wow. mentioned you in a fuck. <laughs> By accident. Oops. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, yeah, that's right. Paul Walker's in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's on Twitter, you know? Is he on Twitter? So. So. Okay. Right. Um, so. so yeah, where a, were we? Uh, there's a T-Rex. Yes. Okay. So, all right. Paul Tammy. Walker. There is a T-Rex. There's we a Tammy even, as well. We haven't even started on this. No, Paul Walker is enamored with Denise Richards' character, but much. Paul Walker's a jock. <laughs> but much like the Wraith. He's about she, to find out. <laughs> much like the race, she's hooked up with this guy who has possessed her. Or like, right. she yeah, is like, mine. Get the fuck away. I will kill you. Right. Evil David Duchovny. Yes. Yeah. He is literally the character from The Wraith. This is almost the same movie. Substitute car for T-Rex. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. And let that soak. All right. So anyway, he's talking to her at school. Uh, and of course, that's when evil David Duchovny drives up. And immediately, he's like older, out of school, you know, like, yeah, the, the, yeah he's not supposed to be there. No. And he comes up and he's like, what are you doing, punk? Get your hands off my woman. She's and mine. So they get into a fight. No. The girl. Uh, it's a weird fight. They get into a wrestling match. Well, first, they get into like a pushing match. So it, yeah, it's a typical high school fight because they're pushing each right. other in the in the in shoulders for a while. And, yeah. Yeah. But then it becomes suplexes and elbow drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then cock he, grabbing. A double cock grab. To yes. which then the cops respond. It's a Mexican cockoff. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's only and two one of them. cop tells him, let go of the guy's gonads. Right. Uh-huh. And so neither one of them will back down. So they're both. Because they're having so much fun holding on to each other's junk. Right. So right. that's probably at least Meanwhile, a good two minutes. <laughs> they're both thrashing around in yeah. pain. Right. Mm-hmm. And they won't release. They both have to release at the same time. So there's a big comic countdown. and Sure. And then they release. And then Paul Walker goes, I was worried a cup. <laughs> Hands over head, like I won. I won. Mm-hmm. One's nothing. And then Denise Richards goes, <laughs> "No!" 
and runs away. And runs away. Of course, she which did. the first of well, many no, occasions you know, she will be. This doing is because, that. as uh, you know, evil David Duchovny and his cronies are are being dragged away by the police, who have not already announced not only are you do you have a restraining order that you shouldn't be at the school. Mm-hmm. He's yelling at the top of his lungs, "I'm going to kill you! I'm going to murder you! Yes. You're dead! You're dead! I'm going to kill you!" Repeatedly, repeatedly, to, while the cops are hauling him away, mm-hmm. and then Denise Richards, he turns around and is like. So that was weird, and she's just like, (laughs) (laughs) and runs off crying into the school. Yeah. Oh, and he's left with. uh, We've also been introduced to her gay black best friend, who Byron. Byron, Byron, who is Byron. He's Meshach Taylor. He's Meshach Taylor, but wearing a dashiki the entire movie. Yeah. So Meshach Taylor, right? Well, did Mm -hmm. he? he, I thought he wore more colorful, in living color style garments. Yeah, Meshach Taylor was just fashionable. This yes. guy is back to his roots. Yeah, it, it's it's bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's just terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. But it's terrible and vaguely racist. And yeah, well, you know. it gets better. Yeah, <laughs> or worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. meanwhile, after this happens, this yeah. is when we first are introduced to the mad scientist, uh-huh. who is played by Bernie. Bernie from Bernie. Weekend at Bernie's, mm-hmm. moving. Moving and talking. Actually speaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. speaking. In a sometimes German accent, sometimes, sometimes whatever the hell it whatever. wants to be. Evil, generic. Yeah, uh-huh. and we meet his weird... Um, Helga. Helga. Sidekick Helga. Ex- who's wearing porn, a- porn shysta star, because that's the way they... You make some kind of joke mm-hmm. about, like, you've not seen the movie she's been in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Ellen Dubin. Right. Who's always eating in every scene, yeah. like Brad Pitt in the Oceans movies. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Just like that. We're introduced to them in their warehouse where they, they reveal a- they have an animatronic T-Rex yes. that's being controlled by a computer nerd. Mm-hmm. And Terry Kaiser dude is getting so excited, like orgasmic, that this thing is moving around. And he's like, I will make you live. I will give you mm. life and you will never die again. Now, this is a thing that's been built by like scientists and mechanics. Well, maybe not scientists. Well, mad, mad scientists. scientists. People who understand gears mm. and diodes and shit. This is not something they unearthed frozen in the ice. No. And they're trying to bring back to life. It's it's a theme park it, exhibit. At least they didn't try to go for it is a reanimated dinosaur because that somehow would have made it even more goofy. I don't think so. That would have been more I, fun. I think this be, this being a machine that was never alive to begin with that they that his plan is to just put a life into it so it can live right. Well, he is, wants to put his the brain in the robot body. Which sure, th- it begs the question: Okay, if it's a robot that needs a brain to live forever, mm-hmm. why a T Rex? Why not something that people Dude. wouldn't like cower in fear? Yeah, that's never explained. If it, I'm gonna live forever. I want to be I want an to be unstoppable killing machine. Sure. Yeah. Okay, but but, he, but your prototype, Apex, your your prototype, yeah. maybe not a T Rex. I mean, he Apex reveals predator, later that okay, his plan yes. is that he just wants to let people live forever by putting their brains into robots, sure, and pets and stuff like that. But yes. why he's starting? Why his starting point is a T Rex? He got a deal on the T Rex. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> why he starts with something that can kill him easily? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's that and then like like said, biting power blend. Yeah. I mean, make it human size so sure. you can throw a smock on it and play that game yeah so i mean right off the bat we are faced with a ridiculous premise sure yes so yes paul walker's hanging out in his bedroom Mm -hmm. gets a call from denise richards and she's like come over and he's like yeah (laughs) oh Oh my god he (laughs) he, he just about (sighs) you know 
and he can't handle it no he's losing his mind and she's giving him all these stipulations like he's trying to get off the phone and she's like he's like i'm on my way she's like but wait wait wait. don't park in the street (laughs) don't let my parents see (laughs) 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 so he gets over there and it just so happens like two of the bitches in this gang of the bad guy Billy mm-hmm. just happened to be casing her house for some reason and driving see, by in their sweet Jeep. In their, yeah. And see him climbing up to her window and they're like, we better tell Billy he's not going to like this. And they drive off to get him. Yeah. I still haven't figured out their motivation at all. They're for any cunts. Of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other than sure. just yeah. to be evil cunts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just conturations. <laughs> uh, I knew that was coming. So, he gets in her room and gives her a necklace or a bracelet, and she's like, Yeah, well, he clumsily climbs up to get in. Oh, and falls all over the place, causing, and she's knocking shit over. I mean, it becomes like a a comedy routine almost. It's, it becomes a Kevin James scene. (laughs) It's just crashing into everything. Except both of them are floundering around and blubbering and knocking shit over like idiots. This is our second terrible spatial awareness movie. (laughs) Yes, right. It is. He's less clumsy when he's a goddamn dinosaur yeah, than when true. he's, he's a human. He's almost graceful. That is correct. He can dial a phone. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But <sighs> I just wanted to bring this up real quick on okay. the on the thing about spatial relationships. Sure. Um, fucking bull in a china shop thing that they did on Mythbusters. Yeah. Bulls, like, Are one very ton, graceful very around graceful china. around pretty much anything, china. if they want to be. Sure. And... They couldn't even get that fucking Kevin James, Michael Sarah abomination <laughs> to to walk in a single room without knocking something over. It had a tail. No. It was the tail. Uh, yeah. I'm still... <laughs> you're still angry for rushing to the yeah. wrong T-Rex. It's a different doing. T-Rex movie, man. I know, but this... this the this clumsiness in this movie yes. reminded you of it? Or? Stay and on I target. Saw the, I saw that <laughs> Mythbusters. Stay on target. <laughs> So can't shake it. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. He doesn't want to. I can tell you don't I, even want to talk gotta, about this movie. Gotta, You're no, trying to talk about other anything movies. else. I got to turn off my targeting computer <laughs> <laughs> and just go with it. Uh, oh. Right. So anyway, they get they get to the point where it's kissing time. Well, they're about to bone, but th- th- yeah. that's another thing to bring up is this is a PG thirteen movie that was a rated R movie. Yeah, yes. but I don't think it was rated R for anything that we would have wanted. I don't know. I mean, who the hell was Denise Richards? And they put her in some pretty slutty outfits. I'm saying there's a strong possibility that she was hired to show tits. Because she was nobody at that time. I, th- I I think even if there were tits in the already cut, they were probably stand-in tits. Maybe. I, I, I think she's always been sort Stunt of like... chest. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So... Always disappointing. So they're about to bone, and then, like, the entire... Billy's entire gang shows up the front door, and the parents... The mom's like, call the police, and the dad's like, no. And that's basically and his response. Opens and the opens the door, the door and lets them in, and they just storm through the house. And he's like, hey. Screaming. <laughs> Hey. Like, we know you're up there, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're doing. So, you're mine. <laughs> I'm evil. So, Paul Walker escapes out the window, and the gang's like, We're, we'll get you, we'll kill you. And then there's a, there's, a, there's a chase down the street into, like, a park, and then they kick his ass and throw him in the trunk, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they drive to a... Well, first, they, they drive by baseball bat him as he's running away. Oh, yeah, away. that's right. Yeah, they man. play mailbox baseball with him. <laughs> with Paul Walker. Yeah. And uh, hit him a few times with the bat, and then throw him in the trunk, and then they drive to a wildcat reserve where every manner of wildcat, lion, tiger, cheetah, cougar, all of them are just hanging out. 
Yeah, they're like, hey, Paul Walker, I'm a cougar. (laughs) The least ludicrous way to kill off Paul Walker in this movie, sure, is by lion. Yeah, we weren't. If if you had lion in the pool, you just you just collected like a thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah. So they drop him off this preserve. They they don't obviously he doesn't know he's there because they brought him in a trunk. Right. So threw him out of the car. It's just like we're letting you go. Be thankful. And uh, so he gets out and like you know is sort of slyly hearing all the wild animal sounds and then fucking lion. Just lion chases Paul Walker and Jesus Christ. He starts to climb a tree for about half a second. And then, like, a panther shows up yeah. and chases him out of the tree, and that's when the lion, like, jumps on him and just starts yeah, mauling him. Yeah, and they show him. a lion mauling him. <laughs> yes. Some poor stuntman had yeah. to lay there while this lion, lion batted mauled. at him. Well, it him. was just getting his arm. I mean, it was all over his arm. It was just uh, nuzzling. Still, yeah. you know, it's just nuzzles. A lion still biting on your arm. It's <laughs> just, <laughs> just kisses. Cool. It just kisses, little yeah. love, love bites. Then cut to, hey, Paul Walker's in the hospital. In a coma. In a coma the next morning. And Denise Richards had put on a fancy outfit. Her best going to see my boyfriend in right. the hospital All dress. Her, she changes outfits for every scene in this movie. And Just I, about. And it's like she raided... And Except for the funeral outfit. She kept terrible. that on that one on yeah. for a while. It, it's like they raided the set of Married with Children or and Blossom. stole every outfit that Christina Applegate wore on that show and just randomly put them on Denise Richards at random times. Mm-hmm. So they're inappropriate outfits for hospitals and funerals and... <laughs> Everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inappropriate for life, really. Basically. At this point, yes. So Paul Walker's in a coma mm-hmm. and... She and her gay friend come in, and they're like, "Oh, he's in a coma!" And then, which is played almost all over the place, comically. Well, because she's upset all, at first, yeah. And then there's like he's going to pass out because he can't take right something. But then his his drunk uncle, his drunkle is in the back, is in the background, <laughs> yeah. Who's like his legal, uncle legal Bob. yeah, uncle his Bob. legal guardian because he doesn't because he doesn't have, have any else, family. He just has a, Uncle Bob. Important, important, I guess. Uh, because yeah. well, because Bernie and Helga come in and. You know, start with doing this whole thing where he's actually, I guess he is a famous neurosurgeon or something because he gets full he gets, access to the hospital and they're like... He's tipped off by a doctor who's Roger Lodge, who was on... Mm. He hosted one of those stupid shows. Uh, oh, one was, of those. Uh, the date one. Yeah. With the pop-up bubbles. The, the blind date show. Blind or, date. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's the one. Yeah, he hosted... I When I saw him, Chuck I was like... and I both knew that. Yeah. <laughs> What's else? wrong with us? Yeah. Um... You guys are retard. <laughs> no, we've just been up watching TV at three in the morning. That's all. Yeah. So Terry Kaiser comes in and just mounts Paul Walker. And yeah. he's like, he's not going to live. And and so Helga does something with the heart monitor to make it sound like he's dead. And Terry Kaiser just starts beating the fuck out of Paul Walker. Just He freaks out and he, does a live, damn you live yeah, scene. For about, he does it for four tries. And then it's just like, well, he's dead. <laughs> and says and that to Denise Richards. Literally just in that there. tone from the <laughs> damn you <laughs> to oh he's gone. Right. And so Denise Richards passes out, the gay dude passes out, Uncle Bob was never awake to begin with, and they steal the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. And they and steal the body because they want his fantastic brain. Yeah. And and I'm just gonna note that whole sequence, the tone shifts wildly. Yeah. Which, it's like sad which we'll to see broad later. comedy. Because to, like she's like laying over Paul Walker, just bawling her eyes out, and the yeah. music's kind of sad. And meanwhile, Byron is goofing around, sitting on the lap of Uncle Bob right. and drinking from his flask. And <laughs> he's like, oh, that's just and, for the And Dr. they're Warren. literally cutting back and forth <laughs> yeah. from these things. It's Yeah, it's like yeah, it's you, bizarre. It makes no fucking sense, man. No. So anyway, yeah, long story short, they put Paul Walker's brain into the animatronic 
dinosaur. Well, he, I will know he wakes up from the coma briefly. And, Several and, times. And Helga keeps knocking him out eventually. At least four times. Well, first they <laughs> drug him with something, and he's just like, uh. And then he wakes, wakes up, up, and then she punches him, him in and the And he head. does a Wizard oh, of Oz God, thing, too. I was going to skip over. <laughs> yeah, that was no, bad. No, but this is bad. the level of yeah. what we're working with here. I know. Yeah. He goes, well, I had a dream, and you were there, and right. you were there, and then uh-huh. they punch him in like, the yeah, face. punch. <laughs> they, all they want is his brain, right. so they continue to hit him in the head to knock him out. And at least their lackey is smart enough to say, if you keep, why are you punching him in the head? You're going to damage his brain. And mm-hmm. they basically just go, shut up. Yeah, like, oh, the band is very tough. Yeah. Repairs itself. Right. Let's cut him open. And they bring out a skill saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally a skill saw. And, and so they. No they, anesthetic. No, no they, nope. they, they just saw, knock him out. Right. Yeah. And saw open his skull, to which the bodybuilding guard guy who's there watching all this <laughs> literally like, throws up pukes he throws up on screen and then cut to them carrying off paul walker's brain so they have just murdered paul walker yes he is dead he mm-hmm. is now dead by their hand mm-hmm. and it's wacky <laughs> it, it mm-hmm. is. don't know why so they put lion serious those guys wacky yeah so and this is what's never really Lion's made clear serious. they put his brain in like a you know one of those brain pans with goo in it and sure and they start sticking shit into it to make it do stuff like a- activate like Frankenhoker yeah like activate you know like activate the leg and you know mm-hmm. activate his tiny dinosaur arms now does the brain stay in this warehouse the whole time mm. no they put the brain in him when in think? the dinosaur no well they cut away they, oh, what sitting in the jar <laughs> no they it's do a, that in the, it's in the yet deleted. another shitty edit it, they do it during the wipe there's a mm. screen wipe so they went to put the brain in the dinosaur i think so yeah, okay. the brain had Apparently, to have been in the dinosaur well there's another version of the movie that we that we discussed right um with lots of violence and with brain. lots of violence and a more graphic brain transplant scene so that's they, i was in, confused instead I was of lost. a non-graphic brain transplant scene they just the censorship wiped over. ruined the movie i was did. lost the entire time <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Venetian blind. Mm-hmm. So they finish that, and they tell they tell the la- uh, he and Greta tell the lackeys, yeah, well, uh, like get all this shit cleaned up and get rid of the body. We're, yeah, oh, and we're take going them back, take them back to the morgue because he, he's him. just dead. They won't right. notice the missing brain in the no. jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, <laughs> well, we're hungry, and he's like, we'll just order a pizza then. Like, sure, okay. So Pedro from <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> yes. shows up to deliver a pizza, mm-hmm. and we're not making a joke. It's actually Pedro mm-hmm. and. Yeah, delivers a pizza at, and the T Rex starts growling. And this is when the tone shifts to like horror movie type, mostly. Like, sure, kind of. Well, it's kind of played that way where it's it's real dark and a lot of close ups on faces, a lot of point of view shots, and then suddenly the T Rex moves and growls at him, and he's like, Did you order the pizza? And it's like, (laughs) And then he runs away. Yeah, and about that time, because they're doing a good job guarding the dinosaur, the. The the giant muscle bound lackey dude comes in yeah. and gets kicked out the door yeah. by the dinosaur and then promptly stepped on squashed. Mm-hmm. All the while, there's an old lady at the payphone and that's a that's a phone that's stationary that you put money in. Yeah, I don't know. And you can make calls. I don't know what that is. In case you don't know out there, just filling yeah, it in. TV yeah. land. But she's uh she's sitting there at the payphone and and narrating what's going on and oh my god, there's a dinosaur and he just stepped on somebody. <laughs> he smushed him. Yeah, he smushed him and and seventy dollars on something something. She makes a horse bet. Sure. Yeah. And no. Then, no. Wait. 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 Before you, before you get to that, let me just paint the picture of what this dinosaur is. Uh huh. Dinosaur. Yeah. It is an animatronic, full size ish 
dinosaur, but it's immobile. You can tell that thing cannot the head move. Moves. The head moves, the arms move, but the, the rest moves of it a little bit. The rest of it just it, it certainly isn't walking. That's for sure. No. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see this full thing moving, they are pulling it on like a cart or something. Mm-hmm. But when they need to show it's when they need to show it's walking, they either cut to a pair of rubber legs, very clearly rubber yes. legs, or this really really bad. Sort of stop motion CG effect. (laughs) Yeah, just sort of like a force perspective thing, just hopping along, sort of. Mm -hmm. And it, whenever they need it to do anything with its arms, they've got a pair. They've got a dude with like full length rubber arms who at one point shows up in the film. (laughs) Yeah, the dude's head shows up (laughs) with two little appendages. Yeah, and so whenever they need to actually do something, you see like off screen dude's arm come into the shot to manipulate something. Yeah. Clearly not the, the T-Rex dinosaurs has arms. incredibly long arms. Right. Well, we're introduced to that because as old lady gets panicked and runs away from the dinosaur finally, mm-hmm. he walks over to the payphone, hangs up the phone, and then dials using his T-Rex hands. And and keep in mind, all they show in frame are the T-Rex hands. Right. Yeah. right. Which is very clearly like a rubber thing with fingers. I yeah. mean, you could practically see the guy's fingers pressing through it. Yeah, it's, so cheap. it's just five fingers stuffed into yeah. two fingers. And so he dials, calls Tammy, because mm-hmm. Tammy apparently has her own line. Yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then realizes, fuck, I'm a dinosaur. I can't talk. <laughs> so he leaves a message of... Quick. Uh, <laughs> and then he gets his change. Yes, he goes. Yeah, he the change slot. Checks, checks the change. The change. Uh, why did everybody do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> if the call was short enough, you, you never know. You might back. get your money back. Uh, yeah. It yeah, just so, made for a one of the worst running jokes in movie history. <laughs> really, yeah. is what, what, it, what it did. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, okay, you know the scene where we actually see the puppeteer's head mm-hmm, in frame? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie, we watched it in 4.3 in, mm-hmm, in VHS Vision. Um, <laughs> how did they do that scene in... Did this get, actually get released in the no, theater? Probably not. No. No. Probably not. Direct to tape? Even if it was, it would have been but matted. They probably would have matted it. For, okay. for because we saw boom mics yeah. and boom mic shadows. But they just never scenes. bothered yeah. to matter. Quite honestly, this was probably, yeah, it was probably definitely a matted thing. Yeah. Not Like, this was more than what you're supposed to see, yeah. which is usually what happened with a lot of okay. really But because it never got released, tapes. they never bothered yeah. to, to oh, fix that. Right. Yeah, because there was pan and scan for the things that they did proper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And then the other crappy ones, they were just like, just ah, open just, mat. Yeah, yeah, just open mat it. Anyway. Yeah, so <sighs> then he decides... Well, it, then suddenly everyone's oh, yeah. at a party. Yes, including Denise Richards. <laughs> Billy, Denise Richards, yeah. Byron. Byron. Who, all, these people, dead. all these no people were, that w- were completely horrified moments earlier are, are now at a party with the people responsible for him well, being should, in the to situation. Be, to, be, to be fair, they show up. I mean, well, some of them were already the, there. The girls were already there. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them seems like genuinely like, I didn't think that was going to happen. It was like, okay. Yeah. And she doesn't die. The one who she vanishes regress, from that point forward. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Just like the assistant for the scientists. I'm assuming he died in a grisly death that oh, the, was cut the, out of the movie. The tall midget guy? <laughs> yeah, the little midget guy. Oh. Well, and, and Helga didn't die either. She ran off doing... No, but like like little guy, he vanishes completely yeah, 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 after that him. scene. So, so Cancer. Yeah, he, he probably yes. died horrifically off screen. And Instantly took succumbed a, to cancer. Took young, took but yeah, so he, so he comes to the party and... Lost before his time. Well, yeah, the T-Rex comes to the... Yeah, T-Rex, T-Rex comes to the party. To the party. Yes. To the party. Right. Just magically knows where it is, I sure. guess. Well, maybe he got, had been invited. Yeah, he maybe Michael alive. had been invited. Oh, yeah. And he was like, well, okay. better and go to the remembered, party. so he went as a T-Rex. Sure. And now, here's the weirdest thing he about the movie. It was a oh, here's party. the weirdest thing. No, I'm just saying, like, this is the strangest <laughs> thing pacing-wise of the movie, is he goes to this party, 
Yeah. And completely gets his revenge. Yeah, he kills all of them. He yeah, kills, I thought that was very odd. He kills We're all the kids. Like I was keep I kept wondering how Billy was gonna get away because he's obviously like trapped. You care more about him getting revenge on him because sure. they made him so completely irredeemable. Sure, yeah. But so, he but no. one by one picks him off at the party, uh, picks off henchman dude. Yeah, who henchman is, from the Aaron Burr commercial. Yes, the peanut butter Aaron Burr. <laughs> right. He shows up in yeah. Lost for like one episode. Yes. Oh, uh, Frogert, yeah. 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 <laughs> Froyo. Like, <laughs> no, it was Guts Froger, him. Froger, yeah. And they show it later. Like he does uh, the whole uh, yeah. chin to chin to crotch <laughs> right. disembowelment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, he peed then, on him. Yeah, because he peed <laughs> on yeah, a T-Rex. He, he one by one picks them all off, including the, the, the super cunt of the two chicks, the one who did not repent at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kills her by... Oh, she crawls in the car, right? Well, they're, they're she having was sex in the Billy. car. Yeah, Billy and him. He grabs her by the leg and yanks her out from underneath Billy. Right. Uh-huh. That's right. And, awesome. and then we don't really see what happens, but he's suddenly rearing his head back and his mouth is full of blood. Well, the so. cop said later there's a one-legged girl over there because yeah. he says she's still kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> God, so yeah, the implication cops. was she's dead. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, but basically one by one, you know, he bites Billy's head off, I guess, because he picks him up by the head. Pretty much. Is what we see. Yeah, basically. As Billy's running in, telling everybody, call the cops, call the cops. And then is decapitated, we guess. And then, for whatever reason, like, everybody that was in the house is now running out just to get away away, because now Billy's dead. And, of course, Byron runs out, trips, falls right in front of him. And this is, a <laughs> and he picks him up with his T Rex little arms, yeah. and then dusts his shoulder off. Yeah, and, and pats, pats pats him on him, and then like lets him go. Business, and yeah. this is like somehow Byron's first clue that something's up with this T Rex. Like it, it knows <laughs> me. Sure, <laughs> it knows the T Rex brushed his shoulders off. Yeah, yes, dusted him off, caressed him gently, mm-hmm. and then sent him on like, his way. You, you're a friend. Yeah. Sorry, I knocked you down, right. friend. Well, what was he knocking it down? I mean, he well, really he there was he only just, a few people he, was, he, was, he was trying to trip as, everyone. Yeah, as all the yeah. people were running out of the building, he as the T Rex stu- stuck out his leg <laughs> so T-Rex that people leg. would trip down the stairs. Why not use your tail? You're a T Rex. Well, he come didn't, on, we didn't see tail. any tail. Action. No, there was no tail. Zero tail. No, no tail action. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the first act of this movie ends with the revenge portion completed. Yep. Pretty much, except for, you know, Bernie, the scientist guy, but but the, the these, gang, guys, these guys are the guys who really caused him to die in the first place, right, more or less. Right. I mean... Well, they put him put, in a, yeah, where a lion was. was. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so... I mean, they didn't kill him because we no. established... But the Dr. people who Dr. needed Bernie to did, die the yes. most die the soonest. Right, right. <laughs> the second act is basically... Well, because now the cops show up to this grisly murder scene and are extremely Dukes of Hazardy jokey about this all, mm-hmm. and... Then the sheriff shows up. This is the first time we've seen the sheriff. He shows up, is all queasy about all the shit that's going on while these two cops are munching on food, going, we should take you out hunting one time, you mm-hmm. know. And then, of course, we learn that Sheriff Black. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Black? He's Who's a black, black guy. His name is Sheriff Black. And he's the gay kid's dad. Yes, he's Byron's dad. Because Byron comes running up after all this is over. And says, Dad, Dad, I, I was here. Dad, it was a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're not trying to be insensitive. I mean, the guy yes, is just over flaming the, gay. Over the top. It's, over it's the just top. a statement did you notice, fact. Did you notice how sassy I am? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But then, but then I'm he, on a Twitter. <laughs> but then he, he basically comes clean with his Twitter. dad. Yes. <laughs> he's at Byron. Is Byron <laughs> on Twitter? He's Email at, Byron. He's at Byron Tweet Fantastico. Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Byron, uh, Lord Byron Fabuloso. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, right. if no one has that Twitter Ooh. name, I'm taking it. Yes. <laughs> no more smarmy jerk face. Most meta Twitter yeah. fake handle ever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Very small audience. Those five followers are going to really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he finally confides to his dad that, look, I saw it. You're not going to believe me, but it was a dinosaur. And his dad's like, you're right. Nah. I don't believe you. Take him home. Right. Yeah. The rest of the... This and then, and the, well, it cuts to the next day. Like, I guess they clean up the murder scene. Right. And now Denise Richards is at home because she left the party she early. She left before the yeah. carnage. She left like as soon as Billy showed up. She was like, I'm out of here. Went home. She's sleeping in the morning. Or no, she's she's woken up. She's getting she's, like, dressed. Doing she's apparently showered in her nightie because she's like walks in drying her hair while right. wearing like bed clothes. Anyway. Yeah. But she's sitting at her mirror, <laughs> at her mirror doing her makeup and then... You know, <laughs> he, they show him kind of stomp, stomp up to up the window. The, yes. Yeah. And look in. In the middle of the day, in the middle of a neighborhood. Right. Yes, Paul and Walker. Just peek in the window. Yes. And and the whole screen keeps shaking and she just kind of she's, is ignoring she's it, putting the on her makeup. still like, yeah. "Oh, California." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> These quakes. So, mm-hmm. then she, she finally sees him. Yeah, and screams, "No!" Oh, of for like the ninth time. Yeah. And they cut to her parents downstairs she's who like, what was were that? blending her something. Her mom is vigorously juicing something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and he's so like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? He's convinced. like, wait, listen, listen. And she's like, nope, don't hear it. Yeah. I'm not concerned about my daughter. No. <laughs> yep. This juice, however, it's delicious. <laughs> this juice isn't going to juice itself. <laughs> must have this juice. I need my beta carotene. <laughs> well, finally, they go upstairs and they see the room's been destroyed and she's gone. Mm-hmm. So somehow he got his dinosaur head and T-Rex arms all the way into the room, into her room to and, get her out. And, her out. and King Kong her out of there. Yes. And carries her. To what, a barn. It must be several miles away. Yeah, it's a long way because <laughs> when they actually go to driving. Yeah, they're on, they're driving for a long yeah. time. But so, yeah, he takes her to a barn, mm-hmm. hides her out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wakes up, screams again. Yeah. And then he begins dino charades. Yes. He, yep. he for at least five straight minutes, is pointing at his head, mm-hmm. pointing at the bracelet that he gave her mm-hmm. to convince her that he is Michael. Yes. Well, oh, he, he, he presents also, the flower first. Yeah. Yes. The oh, yellow yeah, rose. The, yeah. he, the flowers, yeah. Flowers she rejected early on. He right. eats it as a joke, yeah. and yeah. that's how they reestablish. But the charades. Yes. They show the entire process of charades. Yes, mm-hmm. like he's making it rain. Like it he, sounds he's doing, like yeah, yeah. It sounds like two words. You know, all that. Mm-hmm. He's like, she's he's like, not making it rain with dollar bills. And it just no, goes he's on. It, and it sounds on like rain and on. Rain. Yeah. Brain. 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 Oh. On the nose. Yeah. And yeah. on. And I, I think and then he still keeps pointing to the ring and pointing to his head. And brain. Yeah. Bracelet. Brain, right. bracelet, brain. She's like, I, you're Michael. You're Michael. And she starts like caressing him. It's like, oh, you're Michael. Just instantly like, okay with this. It's like, oh, okay. You've My- got Michael's brain. Okay, in great. Your body. <laughs> now, at some point, it, it should be more like, oh, fuck. Your <laughs> fucking brain is in a team. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah, and then but, she dies of an yeah, aneurysm. For yeah. all the screaming she does, this right. is the thing she takes best. Yeah, she's right. like, oh, neat. <laughs> like, oh, so you're still alive? Yeah. I burned my toes. Great. Yeah! <laughs> oh, your brain's in a bag. Okay. <laughs> so tell me again. Do you have a dino penis? <laughs> now, at some point, dino dog. Before this, I, I I forget in what context it happened, but it was like my favorite part of the movie when he sees his dead body mm-hmm. 
and then holds up a mirror in his tiny dead hand to realize this is when he first wakes up. Okay, to realize yeah. that he's a dinosaur, mm-hmm. and the mo- he keeps rearing back to do the 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 whole <laughs> no, but it never happens. But still, the fact that he picked up a mirror, this handheld like barbershop mirror, to mm-hmm. look at himself, realizing that his dead body <laughs> is on a table. And he realizes he's a T-Rex. It, all that really happens is he just sort of throws his head back and sort of rolls it back and forth a couple times. But that's my favorite bit of the movie. <laughs> the realization that he is now a T-Rex. But yeah, so she comes to the realization that he's a T-Rex. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's okay Goes back it. home. Well, the cops are there because yeah, they think she's been kidnapped. She's or thinking out. Mm-hmm. And she talks to Byron says, Michael's... Michael's a T-Rex now. And he's like, I thought that was Michael. (laughs) I fell over, he picked me up, brushed my shoulder off. I knew that friendly T-Rex was a friend. So, (laughs) this establishes that they need to get him a body to put his brain back in. Oh, God, And then what basically is this movie's equivalent of a wardrobe-changing montage... Uh. They just go through. They just start going through. It's it's. They rummage through the morgue. They right. Go, well, it's they been, they're the looking morgue. for someone hot, mm-hmm. male, with a, apparently a penis that is not too big but not too small. It's the mama bear penis. <laughs> <laughs> it, exactly. Man, you had that one ready. <laughs> no, I just. It's just always there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so always you're saying about... the mama bear penis is always there? That's right. <laughs> I'm worried about you. <laughs> Okay, so, so anyway, it's a wacky... Like, I don't even know how to comment. The dinosaur is in the back of this giant <laughs> truck, way the fuck outside the morgue, and so they're dragging bodies over to the window, mm-hmm. and the T-Rex is t- doing his best with his two fingers to give it's a giving, thumbs up or thumbs he's down. He's giving the Roman emperor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he doing the gladiator die? thing yeah. to whether or not he wants the body, and he, he only hesitates when they bring like a hot, blonde, dead chick. He's like, eh, maybe. And Denise is just like, I want a man. Well, yes, because he's a racist dinosaur. Because his first choices were a black guy, then <laughs> right. an Asian dude, and, that, and yeah. a Spanish guy. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, the first dude looked kind of Hispanic. It's kind of hard to tell because they were dead. Yeah. But They basically I mean, never showed him a white guy. But the Hispanic no. dude was the one that they were like, they're over at the table looking at him. And they yeah. looked at the table. And Byron's like, ooh, this one. <laughs> and she's and like, Denise was like, no. no you no. don't understand. No. no. <laughs> that is not my thing. My no. father would kill me. <laughs> I mean, but they did have a black sheriff in the town, so they were kind of progressive. Sheriff Black. Well, I'm saying Sheriff Black, <laughs> yes, but Dinos- yeah. Paul who got no respect from his deputies. Sure. Right. But um, anyway, like, the morgue alarm thing- starts going off or something, so... Well, no, the cops show yeah, up. Because- yeah, but I mean, it's just, like, alarms Because going we off. actually <laughs> skipped something. We skipped Paul Walker's funeral. Yeah. No. Well, what- Where they show the T-Rex crying. No, that's after this. No, because no, they were, no, no. No, yes, because because they were going to get his oh, that's body. Right, that's right. That's they right. They were okay. going to go for his original body. Yeah. Right. So they go through the whole procedure of the funeral. Yeah. And the drunk uncle says, well, I'm nothing but a drunk. And the right. T-Rex nods vigorously. Yeah. <laughs> and it's full-blown well, comical. He, he's off, bullshit off camera, at this sort of. But he's yeah. like off in the trees. And Just he's hanging out. Bawling his eyes out <laughs> at his own funeral, and there's just like this dinosaur is crying. It's yeah. like a garden hose hooked up to right. the fake it's eyes, just pouring it's, out of this is, animatronic. I mean, it is so perfect. When dinosaurs, <laughs> when the dinos cry, yeah. So eventually, everyone leaves the funeral, and they're like, "All right, dig them up. Are we clear?" And so they jump down to open the casket, open it up, and reveal, "Oh my god, it's the most horrible thing the I've ever least- seen." <laughs> Least well-preserved body ever. Yes. 
I mean, aside from the fact that his brain has been extracted, half decomposed. Yeah, he's like full blown zombie. There are maggots all over. There are rats, mice in the coffin, mice (laughs) running around in the coffin. Yes, like clean mice, super clean mice. Yeah, laboratory mice immediately latch onto Denise Richards, and she's like, "Ah, ah." so they jump out of the grave, and then all of a sudden, there's the scientist and the the assistant. And there's sort of a scuffle, and it's like we're taking. But the yeah, dinosaur. they both they end up like fighting him, and and Byron gets knocked into the grave, and then they he kind of gets out, but then they knock Bernie and Helga into the grave, and then they get away with the dinosaur. Sure, and, and they've the, somehow tied them up and put them and in the car because them. they need him they because they need them. him to put the brain back right. in. Sure, and that's when they end up at the morgue, mm-hmm. and that's when they yeah. leave because the cops show up. Right. Okay. So then it begins. Glad a we got chase. that straight. Yeah, a chase <laughs> where he's in the back of a uh, horse truck sure no, it's a big truck yeah well big. i think it was a horse truck based on the credits <laughs> yeah. where they were thanking somebody for their horse carriage right but they're truck driving things. around this big ass truck yeah. with a dinosaur head sticking, sticking out the top of yeah. it yeah. basically like a giant and one dinosaur dog. arm yeah that's all they do <laughs> yes and so they they the go cops, back to the same barn well they evade the cops somehow they drive through an orchard yeah which knocks the oh, yeah, dinosaur well, yeah, out yeah byron yeah. gets out and distracts them and they get away and yeah. go hide in the barn and they watch her ride off oh, on yeah. the back of the t-rex oh, and that's when one of the deputies says damn she can really ride damn that girl can ride <laughs> there is some weird there's some weird sexual the joke tone stuff of this movie in is this movie all over the place but yeah, so she gets away. They go to the barn. Byron sure. comes back later on a bike, and he's like, nobody followed me, even though the cops were they following him followed 20 him. yards behind him. If he had him. just turned around, he would have seen cops. <laughs> if he would have listened sure. to a car engine yeah. following him. But yeah. no. So he gets back. He's like, nobody followed me. What are we going to do? Here's some food. And then all of a sudden, the cops show up. <laughs> right. Immediately. Yeah. And, and then the scientist shows up. Yep. And the scientist is like, I've got a big tranquilizer gun to shoot my <laughs> robot. Yes, which yeah. Byron calls him on. And yeah, is like, I'm glad also, again, the movie was self-aware enough to go, wait a minute. It's a robot. How's a trick legs are going right. to go? Yeah. And then he comes up with this bullshit answer. It's, it's like, no bullshit. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, nano things, living crystal cell things. And the cops are like, okay. No, no but what he does to put it <laughs> oh, over the top, yeah. he goes... It's gonna put he America. goes, this is going to put America back on top. Stop. And immediately the cops are like, do Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Get in there. Do it. You're the man. Get her done. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so so he goes in. Yeah. And, and is Paul distracted by him. Yeah, he's distracted by a bird, shoots his one tranquilizer dart at a, at a stuffed head, mm-hmm. and then Paul Walker kills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, camera. camera. <laughs> right. Helga runs away and does this. She's like got her pants yeah, ripped her, off her, or something. Yeah, it's, it's like her ass is hanging out. So she's running away in terror, but her biggest concern is her ass that's hanging yeah. out. It's like a messed up shot that it's they just kept. Strange. It's like yeah. I don't like, want well, the camera she was to wearing, see my ass. Yeah, like she was wearing a miniskirt and it's like flailing up as she's right. fumbling away, but they kept the shot in slow motion. So yeah. But the cops yeah. are then like, fuck it, open fire. Uh-huh. And this is when they kill the T Rex. Yep. Mm-hmm dead t-rex and they're all like yeah fucking kill it they're all shooting like pumping lead into this thing <laughs> yeah, into they the barn sh- they they're like, the worst then, shots wait, on the planet what, what does denise richards do at that point yes uh, what does denise richards do <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. right yeah that goes over to cry yeah, yeah. again yeah and they're all like fuck yeah like we the, killed the dinosaur yeah dude. but then the main characters come over and they all start crying because they yeah, see yeah. denise richards crying they're like oh we fucked up yeah, Roscoe P. Coltrane and Barney Fife right. start hugging each other. Yeah, they're just <laughs> bawling their eyes out. And they've got the fake hose eyes yeah. going. Yeah. They're bawling. They're even, they're like getting that, that sloppy cry. They're uh-huh. like snotty. They're like, <laughs> and then <laughs> we kill him? And then the film immediately cuts to Denise Richards coming home, bouncing and yes. smiling and happy. And you're like, what the fuck? 
And she goes inside. First of all, her parents are like, it's odd for her to be this happy so soon after this happened. And dad's like, yeah, whatever. And <laughs> she goes inside yeah. and basically... What has happened is that Paul Walker's brain is back in the pan, mm-hmm. hanging out in her room. With the bubbles. She pours alcohol on it, to which he goes, ooh, yeah. And it's rigged up to a video camera. Mm-hmm. So she then does a sort of strip tease for him, that parts of which are obviously cut out, but she still mm-hmm. doesn't show any nudity or anything. You gotta say it. She recreates a white snake video. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. You said it, and that's su- perfectly. It suddenly becomes a white snake video. She yes. hits play on her cassette recorder, and all of a sudden, yeah. it's a white snake video. And Paul Walker is having a brain orgasm to the point where sparks and shit are flying off his brain in the pan. Yeah, because his voice is back now, all of a right. sudden. Yeah. Somehow. From, from, the coming computer, computer. from the computer that she turned on when she went through. Sure. She turned on the 386. And yeah. That's all you need. And uh, Beep. ad-lib Beep. sound card. That's all you need. And then it mm-hmm. it it ends. It stops. Yep. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, baby, you're going to have to get me a body. Right. I can't take, I can't take it anymore. And then credits. Credits. Uh, yeah. Like, like, uh, what do they call it? Like an Irish, cut. Irish yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. Just closed Irish, like cut. Yeah. Right. And then the credits roll. Paul Walker returns in Tammy and the T-Rex 2 coming next summer. T-Rex. T-Rex. <laughs> T-Rex. No, this is the T-Rex. T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. This one is. <sighs> so. So, yeah. Okay. That's Tammy and the T-Rex. So, this was directed by Stuart Raffel, mm-hmm. who also directed Mac and Me. <laughs> Best movie ever, man. somehow we have not done Mac and Me, but <laughs> notorious for being, like, the worst product placement movie ever. No. Made by McDonald's. Right, McDonald's no. the movie. Yep. He also made Philadelphia Experiment, which... Pretty good. Uh, we're mixed on. Pretty good. Some people think it's good, some people not. It's awesome if you haven't seen it in 20 years. He made yes. Ice Pirates. Love it. I still love that. I'm sorry. Love it. I, it so, but, but, all right, I will say this. Knowing that Ice Pirates is goofy as fuck, yeah, but it revels in it, and it's got the rated R, and it can do whatever it wants. Nobody was like saying, you can't do that in Ice Pirates. Well, so, maybe it's not, but I Ice mean, Pirates is PG-13. So the question is, is yeah. it, but it's, it gets away with so it. does get away with a... <laughs> do you think that's what happened here? Is he was trying to do that, and just the tone, well, and they had, he just he had no it? zero fucking budget. I mean, this had, yeah. I yeah. mean, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> this had no budget. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, this this had all of the the trappings and the set decoration from the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. I was I was getting major vibes of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like including the overacting and like what the fuck is the tone of this? Yeah, all over the place. Like it feels like they they put this together in like two weekends and like a couple yeah. thousand dollars. It was an ill conceived some- idea that I think they tried to then make the best of. Sure, but. Sure. It's hard to justify that when he also wrote it. Yeah. So, like, in his head, he should have had a lot of stuff planned out ahead of time. Yeah. So, unless he wrote it, like, in a weekend and they started shooting on Monday, <laughs> which I is entirely possible. Sure. Yeah, I I don't know. But I, I was getting Birdemic vibes from this also. It's it's In just a lot of the ineptness of it. It's yeah. not that inept. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, Some it's, of the it's ineptness weird. is on purpose. Well, the ineptness is really in the editing. I think it's... I think it, I don't get that because Birdemic has that... We bought a consumer grade camera and went out and tried to make a movie. This has that like somehow we got a hold of film, yeah, and we shot this, right? And we edited it stupid quick, and we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah, I I think that's just the major (laughs) the difference is Mm -hmm. like I can see Birdemic. Birdemic's like a student project or something. I'm not, not. but I will say this: I'm not sure which movie we were had more what the fucks from us, Birdemic or this one. Because there was a lot of what the 
fuck is going on? Yeah, because the strange movie. thing is, is like there's a lot of funny lines, but they're just it's because they're so out of context. They're, it's like they're funny because they they hit you and you're like, what? It, it's almost like there's another movie on top of this one yeah. making fun of it as it happens. But yeah, like the cops' line that you know, damn that girl can ride, and every other weird thing they said. I mean, there were so many lines I can't even begin to remember them all. Yeah, like racist jokes, homophobic jokes. There was just it was all over the place. It mm-hmm. was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so rating. I guess we need to rate it. Yeah, let's rate we it. We need to figure I'm out. I'm very how to rate interested this. into what you people are going to say because I have my answer ready. Well, if you have your answer ready, then go do. ahead. I don't. Cause... I don't want to taint you people. <laughs> no, I don't I, think you're tainting him for sure. Uh, <laughs> I I know what I'm going to say. I'm just. Waiting to hear what everyone else says. Okay, so I can I, I'm pretty sure I, I'm I'm set on a number, but I'd like to hear justifications for yours. Okay, I, I think we're all in that. Uh, I don't um, except Chuck. Okay, so go for it, Chuck. Okay, let's hear it. Here we go. Twelve bad jocks. <laughs> no, I'm giving the movie three jocks, and I'm going to explain why. Okay. You <laughs> First of all, in, in comparison to what Fire. we watched last week. Oh, here you go. <laughs> no. You got to be careful no. about that. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to let you finish. This is the theme triple thing here. Uh-huh. Triple X. Right. In comparison to that movie we watched last week, there are a lot of similar, like, what is happening in this movie. However, in, in Theodore Rex, that movie had no entertaining merit whatsoever. None. That movie was a goddamn train wreck. It, there was nothing about it that was entertaining in any way in the slightest. This movie is probably equally as bad. However, there is an undercurrent to this movie. There's something to this movie that made me laugh my ass off. It, it did yep. not cause me pain. It brought mm-hmm. me joy. Now, it brought me joy in a very bad way, but I was it, entertained. It touched you in your naughty place. It did, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Touched yeah. in your mama bear place. I was okay with this molestation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was, the mm. high school teacher molested me. <laughs> yep. And I'm actually going to agree with you, Chuck. Three jocks was the rating I had in my head. Okay. And this is one of those, but I will qualify that. Because it was either three jocks or three bags. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't quite figure out which, but I just thought about how many times I had full-on doubled over laughter. Mm-hmm watching this because it's so insane and that's why it's like birdemic to me if you're not prepared to see it in that mode it is a total three four bag movie right but if you are in the correct mood this movie is fucking hilarious i think that's the thing is like i didn't read anything about this that i wasn't prepared i i didn't know like birdemic i knew i mean i had been warned there was like animated gift birds and things like that (laughs) you know yeah and this i just thought i don't know why i i I had no idea what i just assumed it was going to be I mean, I didn't know what the T-Rex was going to look like. I didn't know if this was going to be like my boyfriend's back, but with like a, yeah. uh, you know, dinosaur kind of human shaped dinosaur, or maybe slightly bigger. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like the dinosaur was going to put on a Letterman jacket and like try to go to school. You yeah. know, I, I had Man, no I, that I'm was what I was expecting. I want to see that movie so bad. <laughs> that is what I was expecting. Dino, go back to school. Was yeah. Theodore Rex, yeah. except angrier. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, but that's that's my take. Okay. I, I'm in agreement with Chuck on this one. It's his 65th million Which, year in the seventh <laughs> grade. Something tells me. <laughs> oh man, write that down. He's been held back. Way Shit! Back. What movie were we supposed to write before? <laughs> we were going to get on the sequel to something. Oh, but God. I think they, it has to get you know back road to this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But anyway, I get the feeling we're going to be split. I think we should just call it Back to, Back to School Dinosaur. That's the name of our movie. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's just nice and simple. Anyway, Back BJ. School <sighs> be honest, man, because you, yeah, you do yeah. not have to agree with us. Yeah, you were well, no, you no, not angry. angry. You I'm were not going to angry. agree with you guys. Um, okay. Sure. I, in hindsight, it is better than the experience. It, it, it's not... <laughs> Good. I didn't derive the type of <laughs> naughty place joy that Chuck did. I didn't find the doubled over laughter. I think there were one or two times when I really got an, an honest laugh out of this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm really back and forth between a bag and a jocks on this one, and it's really hard for me to give it a jocks. Go with your gut. Yeah, I, I think I have to give it a single bag. Um, it's not... It's not something that I wouldn't see again for sure. Like it's, I wouldn't run screaming if I had to watch it again, knowing what I'm in for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I could I have a lot more fun that, with it the I, next time that I watch it. It's like the room in that way. But like, as it stands, <laughs> the way I felt about it, like I I wanted to just roll over and go to sleep about twenty five. And 45. You did, you did declare that. <laughs> 55. I believe it was and 65 during, minutes ago. It was during the charade it. scene that yeah. I believe you yeah. threw your notebook. I'm yes. going to sleep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I like we're not we don't retroactively go back and rate movies, but I honestly we've said we would probably do the room. I think if I'd known I might rate this higher, but I think I can only give it a jocks. Because again, I think it was it was entertaining. It's not quite in bag territory, but it's, I mean, this is a very, very poorly made movie. So I think to even mm-hmm. give it that, it's like a stretch for me. There were a lot of laugh out loud moments that I'll, I'll keep it from bag territory for me. Mm-hmm. I might rate it higher. Like had I had some kind of idea what I was in for. If I was, if I'd known I was actually in for a complete train wreck of a movie, not just like yeah, a, just not just a bad movie. <laughs> See, I'm always prepared for that. <laughs> well, you just I, I'm not. I mean, I. I I'm, if I know, I'm fine with it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know that this was like this was train wreck bad. I just thought it was like, okay, this is a stupid premise. Go with it. Mm-hmm. And here's young people who were slightly more famous later. Slightly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I just think for me, like I, I would, I would never in a million years ever watch Theodore Rex again, and I would never tell no. anybody to watch it. No. Yeah. I would watch this again, especially if we can find a better looking copy. And if I, I would, I would wholeheartedly say. If you want to laugh out loud at a bad movie, watch this movie. Yeah. Yep. And this to is, me, that's something to recommend. Yeah, this is the Troll 2. This is the Room. This is the Bird Dimmick. This is... You laugh at how fucking inept this movie is. Mm-hmm. That's that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did Paul Walker write his back yet? Let me check that, <laughs> sir. Thank you, sir. you know. Oh. oh, my God, Paul Walker. <laughs> 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 Why, yes, that was me as the dinosaur voice. No, I'm afraid no. not. No. Check oh, well. back by the end of the episode. Yes, <laughs> keep listening in the second half. Maybe he'll. Oh, I hope so. Check Speaking in. of which, well, let's go ahead and take a break. And get to the second half. Let's do, do it. it.
All right, welcome back. Second hey, half of the podcast. Hey, yeah, yeah, second half of the podcast. Number two. Hey. Hey. hey welcome back oh, to the podcast. Hey. Apparently, we became the Italian morning show. <laughs> hey, Bobby hey, Boopy uh, uh, yeah, why not? What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. A pasta linguine. Hey! We got hey. voicemails. We got emails. Sweet. We do. We got any tweets? We got stuff. Nah, no tweets. <sighs> Fuck Twitter. I mean, there are tweets, but not like nah, questiony things. Just like, you guys are awesome. Which, Read you know, those. We love those. Dude, don't say it like that. Hey. Yeah, everybody <laughs> have a good week. <laughs> you just did the <laughs> you guys are awesome. So we have people telling us we're awesome. We yeah. need to, I'm self-deprecating. We I'm need not, to be it's appropriately not thankful. They don't have the stupid voice. Awesome. I we do. love all of you. Right. So we have some voicemails, uh, an email or two and stuff. Let's read one. Right. Let's do that. Do it. Let's do that thing. Hey, guys. I gotta agree with uh, DJ on the zookeeper thing. Fucking horrible. But if you guys want, I finally have a suggestion here. Although you probably won't watch it. I know that I think it's Harlow is a big uh, Jackie Chan fan. Maybe I'm mistaken. But anyway, if you want to see an absolutely monumentally fucking horrible movie, Jackie Chan's Tuxedo. Holy shit. It's bad. If you watched or not, doesn't matter, but You are correct, sir. Yep. That's yeah. the one with Jennifer Love, huge tits, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I love the original any, J-Lo. I love any movie that gets a reaction with the slow, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the way you look at it. Other than sort of Rush Hour, sort of Shanghai Nights, whatever thing, noon, you pretty much disregard Jackie Chan's American filmography from existing, mm-hmm. and you're fairly safe that way. Because, yeah. I mean, you know. I, I can't You might that. be right. Yeah. So I mean well, the the one with the uh, the one with him and Jet Li was okay like it was kind of a kids movie. Which one's that? I don't remember what it's called. Like the Forgotten Kingdom. Yeah, or, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That was it. Oh, that's right. That was not bad as a kids movie, but you know, hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I mean mostly you can disregard as a true Jackie Chan fan. You can pretty much disregard everything American. You might as well throw the Brett Ratner shit in there too. So. If you're a true Jackie fan, yeah. Chan fan. I mean, like I'll be honest. Like the Shanghai Noon Nights, Shanghai Nights had some badass Jackie Chan shit in it. Yeah, they both did. Yeah, I mean, I those mean, those were a good mix. Those movies were, mm-hmm. you know, what American movies wanted and and a mix of good yeah. action. I I love his like crazy umbrella fight thing he does in Shanghai Nights. Yeah. Is, is great. Yeah. But anyway, Hollywood had this weird obsession in the in the nineties to sort of uh, cut the balls off every action star. Like yeah. The Rock and Vin Diesel and Jackie Chan and, you know, just put them in kids movies like before they'd really done like a whole body of of action movies. Mm-hmm. It was like they wanted to get to Junior and Kindergarten Cop and these people's careers before they'd really established right. themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And then it was like they were a joke. Yeah. I remember being in line for Fast but Five. That's not what people want. I know. But I remember being in line for Fast Five and coming to the realization, holy shit, this is the pacifier versus the tooth fairy. And I was yes. like, this yes, is going to be is. the yeah. lamest fucking shit ever. And I'm glad that movie had balls out action in it to make mm-hmm. me like both those guys again. Well, I think even more egregious than that is the Americanization of, of Asian Hong, Hong Kong cinema. Sure. Like, why the fuck did they feel the need to bring John Woo to America to make mostly shitty movies? <sighs> and even more so to the point, like, have you ever seen a Choi Hark movie before he came to America? His shit is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his American movies are fucking terrible. Knockoff is one of the weirdest oh, fucking God. things I've ever seen. <laughs> well, it's just because the studios fuck with them. Yeah. yeah. 
They just don't trust them. Yeah, it's Whereas, like, hey, we love your body of work. Listen, here's what we're going to do. Hong, Hong Kong, they're just like, <laughs> no, they got away with money over the there. Yeah. Come yeah. make money for us here. And, and, here's how and this is it. how you do but it. Then, right? yeah. But then they're like, not, stuff like, like, not, do the same thing at all. It's not artistry at all. No. Yeah, I mean, a, a studio would never let something like the long hospital scene in Hard Boiled right. ever happen. They would never give the budget. They would never the, let that happen. I don't understand how, you can, how you can see this and like, hey, people like this. People in America are watching these things from here. Mm-hmm. We need to bring that here. And now let's completely change it. Yeah, see, all that, the, that doesn't make any sense. All they need to do, money. All the, but all but they why needed change to, it? Yeah, but all they needed to do was do the crazy action, but just do it in English, mm-hmm. and that's all you need to market mm-hmm. it. That's all you need. No subtitles, no dubbing, just the same style of action, but in English. I mean, and people would go see that. Jetly probably came out the best out of them, just because like his American things aren't awful. Uh, the one is well, okay. Awful. Well, yeah, his one superhero movie, yes. But I mean, I'm just saying, like the things with <laughs> but, like the Luke Besson story. A kiss of uh, kiss of the kiss dragon. Of the dragon. Those, like those aren't terrible. No, you know? yeah. mass market appeal. Yeah. money yeah. is why that shit happens. Yeah, I, someone in Hollywood got this idea in their head that Americans can't handle wall to wall action movie. It's like yeah. you have to have action at the beginning, sixty minutes of talking, and then a thirty minute action scene at the end, and that's all Americans will accept. And I've never found that to be true. Yeah, because yeah. everyone like complains. Have a bullet point list. Yeah, it's, and it's like, like everyone complains about the same thing. It's like okay, there was a great action scene in the beginning, then there's nothing but an hour of fucking talking, and then a cool action scene at the end. It would have been great if that action had been all throughout the movie. Yeah. That's all anyone or ever says. Broken up, you know, like yeah. you know, don't go so balls out for one or the other. Just give us a little bit along the whole way. Yeah, yeah. well, so many Hong Kong action films, the first first action scene is better than most Hollywood mm-hmm. films yeah. finale. Mm-hmm. Well, and the you other know, thing like, is like, like the first time I saw the killer, I was yeah. like, "Holy Christ!" And this is the first scene of the damn movie. I know. Yeah, this well, is incredible. Going back to Jackie Chan, it's even stranger because that's the thing is like to change the Jackie Chan formula is just bizarre. Because one of the things that that makes Jackie Chan such a phenomenal star over there is the fact that his movies have a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It's not just an action movie. Like that's the thing is like you have to think about a people that can only go to the movies every once in a while based on their wages and everything. And when they go, it's like, they need a comedy. They need a little bit of romance. They need possibly a musical. They need an action movie. They need, there's like, there's so many different things in their movies, especially his movie. That's why he was so monumentally huge. But I mean, mm-hmm. even with his movies that like that stretch a period where they just, they were just redubbing his movies and releasing them. They would cut like 30 minutes out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time it would, you would, you would end up with a 70 minute movie and it's like, it didn't make any sense, but there was a whole lot of action in it. And it's like, mm-hmm. maybe if you just left that stuff in, we could have a yeah. story, too, but I yeah. think Hollywood doesn't get it. Nope. All right, let's move on to a voicemail yeah. that we'll probably uh, be talking about a lot less time. Ronell Zegwiger is awful. That is all. <laughs> Did he call her Ronell? Ronell. I think so. Ronell Zellweger. That was Knobs, by the way. Renee Zellweger's not. See, too I can't great even remember. Either. I was talking to him while he was watching that movie, and I can't remember which one it was. Was he watching that uh, the case something, whatever number? Case thirty nine. Is that what it something? is? Yeah. I don't think it was that one. I think okay. it was another terrible Renee Old Zellweger. Old lemon face oh, Zellweger. Which one? <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was uh, watching Leatherhead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boo! I don't know. I I like that Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie she made. <laughs> the New Beginning. <laughs> yes. Nice. Her and Matthew McConaughey just being balls out crazy. Yeah, I don't know. She's mostly terrible now. So that's the way I look at people is like, I can't completely characteristically call someone terrible if they've done good things in the past. 
Okay. Because they had it once. They had it once. Sure. It's like saying, like, Kirstie Alley's terrible. Well, she was in Star Trek 2, and she was pretty good on Cheers. And yeah. then she turned into a fat bitch. Look literally. Stalking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I see what oh. you're saying. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. But, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's like, there's to me, there's, like, there's Empire Records, and I like Jerry Maguire, you know? Yeah. As cheesy as it is. Yeah. I, I love that movie, so. Renee Zellweger, to me, is someone that I is just not on my radar. It's like, yeah. if I see there's a new Renee Zellweger movie coming out, I'm just like, I haven't, whatever it is, I, I'm not interested. I don't have any active hatred towards it. It's just like, is is it a Bridget Jones movie? You yeah. know, are I, people going to be talking about it? No? Okay, I don't care. Am I the only one that's ever seen a Bridget Jones movie? I saw the first I saw one the first and movie. thought it was wretched. Really? Simply just like, what is going on in this movie? Okay. Uh, there's a fat girl crying yeah. scene, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, fat Renee Zellweger. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's she, all yeah, I know. She, about ch- it, she really. chubbed up a bit for yeah. the role because it was supposed to be yeah. someone overweight. And but she really didn't. And she put on no, like she thirty did. or forty pounds. Yeah, she did. She chunked mm-hmm. up because she made such a big statement I mean, about not doing it for the second one. She's like, I can't do that to myself again. No, whatever. I can't yeah. do that to myself. Like again. De Niro does it every three weeks. <laughs> Is that your Renee Zellweger? Zellweger hungry. That's your fat Zellweger voice. <laughs> I'd like to bring the diary to me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bring me another bucket of chicken. Wow. Right. wow. Right. Play the, play the <laughs> next voice. I'm sure she's a perfectly nice lady. Yes. We're, we're going in front of my Is she on face. Twitter? Send her a tweet. Yeah, we'll apologize. We actually, <laughs> dear Renell <laughs> Dear Renell Zellweger. I'm starting that Twitter feed. I, I know the girl who plays her body double in long shots, actually. Like that's like when they need Hollywood they need connection. stand in yeah. yeah, that's neat because she's friends with my sister. Oh, and okay. she does look a lot like Renee Zellweger. It's kind of weird. Does she have lemon face? <laughs> no, not really. Actually, no, they don't need the is face. She's single. Yes. All right. All right. Let's do this. I hate this girl. She's single. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like Renee Zellweger. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, she, this is Rip. this is my girlfriend, Renell. <laughs> Renell Zellwinger. Renel Zellwinger. You're gonna have to legally change Renel. your name. I'm sorry. Renell Zellwinger. Man. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay. This next voicemail is gonna make up for all that. <laughs> sorry. Let's hope. <laughs> hey, Bamcasters. This is Kurt from Bangkok. Sorry, I've been out of touch for the past uh, couple of weeks, and I missed your 100th episode. Uh, if you've been paying attention to news, you know that things here have been uh, been a little bit a little bad. So, um, I apologize for that. But hey, happy 100. I don't know if I can come up with one of your podcasts that is my favorite. I just can't do it. You know, everyone is so much fun. But, you know, when I come back to it, you guys really made me revisit Leviathan. And when I watched Leviathan, I was simply amazed and enthralled and enraptured by Peter Weller's hair in 1989. And, you know what? 1989, you got, you got Leviathan, Peter Willow's hair. The Berlin Wall comes down, okay? I'm not saying Peter Willow's hair and Leviathan caused the Berlin Wall to come down and ended the Cold War. There's a, a lot of things, I think, that you know went into that. I'm just saying, I don't think you can find a historian that would go on your podcast and say that Peter Willow's hair and Leviathan didn't play a part in the end of the Cold War. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Yeah. I'm bored. Anyway, hey, I sent your package. Uh, included in it is Q, the Winged Serpent, the DVD, my personal copy. Watch it. If you don't watch it, do an episode on it. I will be forced to come back to the States, and I will 
hunt you down, and I will, uh, I, uh, you know, I'll probably hang out and get drunk and watch movies with you. But you'll be late for work, and that's bad. Watch Q the Winged Serpent. It's a good movie. It's a really great bad movie. Enjoy it. Hey, guys, congratulations belatedly on 100 episodes. That is a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of commitment, and there are guys like me out there as far as literally the other side of the planet that are listening to this and looking forward to this. So what you're doing is not uh, without is not without meaning. So, hey, thanks so much for that. Congratulations. That's all i got to say. Don't ever change. Talk to you later. <laughs> Don't you ever change, Kurt. Don't go change. <laughs> brought a man. tear to my eye. Oh, that was sweet. That was sweet. I don't even know what to say to that. Thanks. Me either. Thank we you. we haven't gotten the package, but we're going to bump up Q uh, to very top of the queue. We are looking forward to it. Well, and we're watching one of his movies next week, too. We are. He sent us a copy of Aztec This is Rex true. We are finally the getting pack. the Aztec Rex. Rex <laughs> Aztec Wretch. I'm just <laughs> preparing. Sorry. <laughs> That's we haven't been, the T Rex has been too kind to us, <laughs> so. But yes, we're uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna do that one and top that off the uh, the triple Rex with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. So, Man, yeah. sorry yeah. to hear about Thailand getting washed away, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but at least you have the Bamf cast. At least you have us. Yeah. <laughs> Real sorry, your mom blew up, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, bummer. Mm, sucks. Sitting on the raft there where Thailand used to be, listening to the Banff cast. I hope that Irish bar is still there. Me too. Because mm-hmm. I haven't made it to Thailand to go to that Irish bar yet. All right, uh, next one. Uh, hi, guys. This is Mike from Pittsburgh. Uh, I'd like to uh, tell you the favorite of your 100 movies, but I frankly have only seen about five of them, so it has to be Vicious Lips, which I'm sure would not be my favorite if I had seen a good sample of them. I do like the music, though. I love all that sort of music. Um, I sort of uh, experience bad movies through you guys, and it's because I always put off watching bad movies in favor of good movies. And if I'm going to watch a bad movie with friends, it's probably one I've seen before, like Phantasm or uh, The Wicker Man. So um, I'm so glad that you're, you've chosen Max Magician, The Legend of the Rings. That's one I have seen. Um, and if you want another T-Rex movie, I would go with Future War. It it's, uh, has the absolute worst puppetry I've ever seen. You know, the sort of thing where there's the head and the hands, and they're not connected, and you don't see them both at once. You know, there's these evil dinosaurs that get beamed to Earth for some reason. There's this guy whose job is to hunt them, who also gets beamed to Earth. It's sort of a Zardoz situation where he can barely talk. All he can do is fight. And then there's obviously this woman who's trying to teach him how to speak and how to love and whatnot. So if you have any more space in your T-Rex month, I would go with Future War. Out. Right. Teach me how to love Mike <laughs> teach from me, Pittsburgh. Teach me how to love future lady that's been beamed to Earth with puppet dinosaurs. Yeah, Zardoz he, mankinis. Yeah, is he wearing a Zardoz mankini? No, he's got to jump. So you've seen Future War? It's a Mr. Science Theater episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, mm. that's true. I've, there I've are seen the that pop up on the list yeah. on the on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So. We may do another. We may revisit the Triple Rex. Mm-hmm. We may have a Triple Rex sequel in the future. Not to get too off topic, but we've been done that plenty already. Is sure. I wonder which there has been more of in, in terms of bad movies. Has there been more T-Rex movies or more shark movies? I'm thinking shark. 
Shark, yeah. There's a shark has. Oh yeah, there's shark because you can hide the shark. Yeah. it's easier to do a shark. There's so a definitely fuckload of bad shark. Plus, movies. you can just use stock footage of shit. Yep. Yeah. Plus, you can actually use footage of sharks. True. True. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, go get some sharks. Yeah. yeah. T Rex, you gotta at least make it true. T Rex. Okay. But yes, I was just thinking about that. Was like, it's tail knocks like, shit God over. Damn, there's a lot of bad shark movies out there. Wait a minute. What? what? Has there been a mega shark mm-hmm. versus giant T Rex movie? I mean, Crocosaurus doesn't count. I don't think there has yet. Okay. I think there should be T. Rarkopus. <laughs> <laughs> the mad scientist mixes everything together. Tyroctopus. Tyranopus. Tyroctopus. Tyranopus versus Scorpion Man. Mega Sharkalodon. <laughs> mega Sharkalodon. Oh, mega Sharkalodon. Mer- yeah. Mega. Well, Mega Croca Shark. Mega Croca Shark. Mega Croca Shark. Uh huh. Versus Tyrannoctopus. monkey, too, somehow. Sure. Put a monkey in there. (laughs) He's the hero. That always works. Yeah. Yeah. There will be no humans in this movie. No. (laughs) It's just just a CG nightmare. CG bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a bunch of CG chimera creatures battling out for supremacy of Earth. 90 minutes. And so... Technically, the first hour of the movie will just be someone shaking bushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to build the suspense. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, like the Patera, Patera Roo, you know, or Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> He's still mixing creatures over there. Yeah. Dr. Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> the Kangaroo. It's a kangaroo cow hybrid. Mm. Giant Kangaroo. It makes delicious. its own milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> God, how terrifying would a jumping cow or be? Butter. <laughs> yeah. Do not beware of its killer butter yeah. spray. <laughs> Keep them on the ground, they give you milk, but they start jumping. <laughs> you get butter. Mammoth conda. <laughs> Giant woolly stop mammoth it. conda. You just run through the next 10 years of sci-fi movies. Yeah, really. <laughs> right? I, You're I'm giving putting them this, away. I'm putting this on tape so okay. that they can't, mm, they yeah. can't make... Mm, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Intellectual property rights. So do we have any more voicemails? Uh, that is, is that the it? end of the voicemails. Oh, no. Do you have one of the no, electronic no. mails? Yes, I do. Okay. As soon as I can pull it up. Read that electronic dandy. mail. You got your... Relevant mobile device. Yeah, relevant. <laughs> All right, this one's from Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. Subject <laughs> is BMF cast in love? Question mark. With you. Yes, Adam. Dear BMF cast... Thanks for reading my letter a few episodes ago and belated congratulations on episode, parentheses, Nintendo, 100. <laughs> Thank my you. favorite episode by far was the April Fool's episode that mysteriously slipped into Woo-hoo! your podcast feed from some morning zoo radio show. Fuck my yes. favorite featured Fucking movie, probably weird. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Mm-hmm. Also, nice. sometimes sentences have to be long. <laughs> so that's true, that's directed do. to you, Harlow. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Is it? About run-on sentences. Yeah. Oh, do I? Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, any BMF cast or BMF caster thoughts on a possible third movie in the Before Sunrise slash Before Sunset series and or the possibility of revisiting those characters every 8 to 10 years like the 7 slash 14 slash 21 slash 28, etc. up documentaries. I'll handle that because I think I'm the only person that saw both Before Sunrise and Before Sunset and I would have to say that Before Sunrise was great, but Before Sunset is terrible and therefore I don't need a third one. All right. All right. (laughs) So to continue. Mm-hmm. More broadly, any BMF caster, BMF caster, favorite movie love stories. 
It occurred to me a while ago that even bad, bad movies nod toward the vicinity of romance by giving the dude who kicks cyborg slash alien slash mutant slash robot slash zombie slash communist ass a girl to meet cute and later rescue, as though the writers and producers had been instructed that humans often have tender emotions for one another. But I don't think I've ever seen a bad, bad or good, bad movie that had a convincing love story. Even good, good movies usually botch it. Hmm. Note. The love that stars like William Shatner and Arnold Schwarzenegger feel for their reflections is not exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm. He sent it last week. Yes. Oh. Stargrove. Love story of our generation. <laughs> Wait, Xanadu. Love story our- All love stories <laughs> yeah. should involve a woman hosing herself down topless. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Shouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the room. Yeah. The room, the oh, greatest yeah. love story uh, of our time. Those uh-huh. two were so into each other. Yep. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy. The pain. Uh, no. <laughs> I lost all train of thought. Uh, love stories. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of like. I, mean, I guess I'm trying to now come up with one that's convincing. Uh, is that? I mean, that's what he's saying. He's 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 saying he's had, he's he had a hard he's time. He's never finding... had one that's been convincing. Hmm. I f- I do find it awfully difficult to really believe in the love stories in movies. Okay, I think that the issue all with it kind is of like shitty exaggerations of people. Well, the the issue that arises with it is you're trying to tell a whole story and all the different phases of a relationship in a two hour time span. Well, and the, that's tough. And the ultimate fault with the romance is the and they lived happily ever after tagline because yeah, so. it's bullshit. <laughs> you get two characters together and you know theoretically they've got another sixty years. There's no rhyme or reason they're going to stay mm-hmm. together. So why this coming together story is so wonderful. Well, that's why know. the end of The Graduate works. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't know. Right. Yeah, because you don't know, and they both have that look like, oh, oh fuck, what did we just do? What did we do? <laughs> yeah. I can, I can think of two legitimate answers. Um, I've always been a fan of Spielberg's Always. Mm-hmm. I think that's, to me, it came out, I think it came out about six months before Ghost did, mm-hmm. and then Ghost stole all its thunder. But I think Always is more convincing because it's it's more about letting go than ghost is ghost is more like hang on for as long as you can Mm -hmm. so i i sort of think that one's good and um there was a there was an independent not really independent but a very low budget studio movie in 97 98 called just right with uh jeremy piven and sherilyn fenn Mm -hmm. that i remember seeing that and thinking this is the most convincing quirky characters that should end up together but there's a logical reason why they don't end up together movie and i really thought that was a convincing romance movie yeah i was gonna say i mean by very definition like you said i mean people want to see a happy sunny it all works out romance thing so that's probably why most of them aren't realistic right at least you know when you have the coming together story yeah so i mean i it's i wouldn't even call it a romance movie but like if you're looking for that i mean i'd have to say something like 500 days of summer because I mean that's like a that's a more realistic that that is realistic but uh, I I don't know that movie bothered me somehow okay <laughs> somehow because yeah. women are illogical and she's completely illogical in that movie 
Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't paint such no. a broad brush across oh, no, all no, I, Watch no. your steps. Yeah. Sir. It's the one yes. time this episode when you don't say women can't drive, women can't do this, women Mind can't shoot guns. They don't know how to pull a pen on a hand grenade. Mind your tongue, you misogynist prick. Uh, but she's the. Uh, you have to no. admit she's the manic pixie dream girl of everyone's. That's she now is, stolen that yeah. thing. She is the epitome of that, and she's illogical and. You know, what, whatever. But I mean, it's, it's more realistic that way because She's every the quirky girl who's waiting just for because you. she is that crazy girl. Yes, because yeah. everyone's had that story where it's like, yeah. wow, I'm madly in love with this girl. I'm not real sure why because she's kind of crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it maybe that that's what you're looking for. But I mean, to me, I think if if you want to go like realistic romances, romances don't necessarily have to. You don't have to come into a romance from the beginning. You know why? I mean, that's what we think when we think movie romances. Why not? I mean, to me, honestly, again, you're probably going to groan, but on Golden Pond, you know, Henry Fonda and uh, Catherine Hepburn. I mean, that's a realistic depiction of like an old couple that has grown up. They obviously love each other. They, you know, you don't have to see them getting together and everything like that. It's just like, maybe that's a realistic, you Mm -hmm. know, that's like your ideal grandparent situation. Mm -hmm. You know, so why, you know, well, I mean, I don't know what you're looking for exactly. Romance is is a hard emotion to convey in film to a point where it gets you to feel it. Mm -hmm. It's easier to get a laugh out of someone, to scare someone, to to you know move them by something incredibly sad. But just two people that you actually don't know ending up together nine times out of ten is not going to make you give a shit one way or another. I mean, if that's the story you want, just go hang out like at a bar or something and watch people pair up and go out the door and you've got your romance movie. <laughs> but, well, the issue that arises is people have different taste. And mm. if you're trying to relate with a character, it's not a guarantee that 100% of the audience is going to relate to sure. why they're attracted to this person. Mm-hmm you know, for either side. Mm-hmm. And I think that becomes an issue with that's why it can't always be such a universally appealing thing in romance. Whereas everybody gets scared the same way. Nobody wants to die. So <laughs> right, exactly. it's very easy to put yourself in the shoes of someone who is about to get killed and go, sure. Oh shit. Everyone is scared. I don't want to do snakes. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, romance and comedy, thus the rom-com are like two things that are very subjective. Mm-hmm. What's funny to one person is mm-hmm. not funny to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Romantic is not, always romantic to the somebody yeah. else no because i mean some people would point out something like where you have you know, disjointed love like uh i'm trying to think like not blow what's that other fucking one about the drug addict people <laughs> there's another one about like two drug addicts, drug addicts that are in love and like they have this fucked up relationship I, whatever I, it's a million movies yeah it's a million movies but you know i mean it's like some people Sid like that and court- nancy yeah mm-hmm. there you go mm-hmm. some people like a fucked up you know weird romance thing you know mm-hmm. like I harold you, and maude you know i mean yeah. people like you know things that, oh, that's weird and it's I love conquers you, all thing people love notting hill and just adore <laughs> that movie, and I cannot mm-hmm. hate that movie more. And yep. I, I, any person I come in contact Did you say with, Notting Hill, yeah, that's a yeah. Hugh Grant, isn't it? Yeah, yep. yeah. I like Hugh Grant. I, I actually like Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. so I will give it that. You're allowed to Thank do you. that. The only I positive guess. thing I can say about Notting Hill is the roommate guy is fucking hilarious. I, yeah, if you watch it again, he's really creepy. I know he's creepy. Like, he's really weird. disgusting and creepy. He's really disgusting and creepy, but he's funny in well, that way. I'm just saying, but please continue. But the romance part of it, yes. like people always say, oh, that movie's so romantic, so romantic. No, no Julia not. Roberts is a bitch to him. That oh. entire movie, Hugh Grant does nothing wrong. That entire movie, nothing wrong at all. And he, at the end of the movie, is the one apologizing to her. 
And women are like, oh, that's so romantic. And I'm like, no, that's fucking bullshit. Um, that's fucking bullshit. And that's I know that's Chuck, realistic. You're married. You should know this. I that's, know. And that's why I'm so you mad. You spend all your time apologizing. <laughs> it's realistic. That's most romantic movies, dude. I wouldn't. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's an extreme but, example. But, but I at least do most, wrong. But you ruined my life. But most I'm sorry. movies, most movies do have something you could perceive as being wrong. He, they were split up for a day and he went to a, a strip club and someone saw him and there's a serious of wild complications or whatever mm-hmm. but no Hugh Grant is just hanging out in his house and this movie star comes to town and is bothering him and he's like you know what you're really pretty and I like you and she's like you son of a bitch and the whole movie is him, is her just being cruel as fuck to him and at the end he's like I'm so sorry and she's like I love you and then they spend the rest of the it's bullshit please, please don't watch the kids are alright if you haven't already you will have a violent reaction like I did yeah. uh, to give a real example uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'll go with my favorite movie of all time, of course. Okay. Out of sight. Uh huh. I love the way that they set up the relationship in that it is one of those things that can never, ever, ever work, but the two people still try to make it work, and it ends the way it should end. Yeah. <laughs> Which is poorly for everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> but I think those are like the stories that work best because they have that definitive ending. Yeah. Where they can't be together. So the Romeo and Juliet archetype always works and will always give people a reaction. Sure. That, and it's the same way with Casablanca too, Mm -hmm. where it's Elsa wants to end up with Rick, but she can't because there's too much at stake for her to end up with Rick. Mm -hmm. And it cheapens everything about her and him if they do end up together. So it's kind of, it's, that's why that movie works and, that movie's still like a complete happy accident considering they were writing that shit like the day they were filming it. And they're like, well, do we put them together? I don't know. We're yeah. going to get her on the plane or not. Sometimes that works. You get Casablanca and other times you get Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, I, I'm a real sucker for the way, um, for the chemistry between George Clooney and uh, what's her face who's been terrible in everything else. Jennifer Lopez. Ever, Jennifer Lopez. That is the only movie she's good in, I think. The Gilly. only one. Gilly. No. Jiggly. No. Jiggly. No. <laughs> no, but but she I and Clooney. Anything to argue with. And, and that's another issue too with with romance movies is the actors really have to be able to have chemistry together. Right. And you can tell, like you know, watch George Clooney with Julia Roberts in Ocean's Eleven. It's like, like a paycheck. Like yeah, they're. No chemistry whatsoever. You can. It's like you feel like they almost don't even want to bother talking to each other as soon as the camera stops rolling. But the funny thing is, is like the two of them are actually friends in real life. But I think yeah, that's, what that come, that's how it comes yeah, across. Just, They're friends, yeah. so it yeah. never yeah. in any way seems remotely romantic. And to, to be quite honest, I've never seen a Julia Roberts movie where I've been convinced that she's in love with anybody. Mm-hmm. The only emotion I've ever felt from her that was legitimate was in Sleeping with the Enemy, that she was fucking terrified of that guy. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yep. Got to arrange the cans a certain way. But yeah, I have trouble with that question just because I hate romantic comedies. Yeah, they're well, my least favorite thing. Most of them suck. I, I'll, I'll just go on record as saying my my favorite one of all is the one I finally admitted to is Love Actually, and I think that works because it's a series of vignettes because it never gets too deep in it. It's just like here's a bunch of people meeting each other, weird circumstances happen, and happily ever after for everybody just about. And it's, so it's like it never gets too deep. It's just here it is. This is a thing. Here it is. It's Christmas. Everybody loves each other at Christmas. Yay. Mm-hmm. That's it. Hmm. I don't know. You know. 
So fuck, I was going to talk about a new movie, so I have to do it really quick now. Do oh, it. do it. Do it. What did you I didn't even know you do saw it. a new movie. Yeah, what'd you say? I went to see the Muppets. Muppets. Hey. Hey. How hey. is the heard, Muppets? I've heard good and somewhat disheartening yeah. things. Yeah, I've heard good things, but I've also heard the bad things. The bad things usually seem like people looking for bad things yeah, in it. Yeah, like it is, yeah. everyone loves this movie. I need to figure out why I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about uh, you? Uh, well, I guess the question is is uh how old are the people that are saying the bad things? About Be- your age. About our age. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're less than our age and you didn't grow up watching the Muppets, there's not a lot for you in this movie. I mean, you can be really young and like shiny things and happy singing numbers. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't like grow up with watching the Muppet show and watching the 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 only Dude, three really needed Muppet movies. Great Muppet caper. Yeah. So it's a it's a nostalgia Oh, yeah, it is. Everything I've read is it. It fulfills your nostalgia yes. boner. But the thing is, is like it does <laughs> it. You and boners today. It does it right. Like we're <laughs> we're something like Paul is all like, hey, you remember that sci-fi movie that we're sort of referencing now here? Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. This works, and in, in like a completely charming way. And but every time it starts to go like a little too genuine, they they feel the need to break the fourth wall, and it's generally funny. Hmm. Uh, so, and I will say best. A sort of obscure joke that has nothing to do with the Muppets ever. Well, like a running joke in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You probably already read about it. It's yeah. 80s Robot. Oh. 80s I Robot. people talk about 80s, 80s robot. robot is fucking awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Why does everyone love 80s Robot? Six is a robot. Because it's a great... It's a... <laughs> It's a joke about Rocky Four. It literally like Kermit has a robot butler for no fucking reason, and he calls him eighties robot. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. That is totally awesome. uh, As soon as it came on the screen, I was like, "Rocky Four joke, okay." (laughs) Yes, okay. I'm seeing this movie. All right. The uh, no, it's 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 a it's a good fun ride, and like I said, if you like the Muppets, there's a lot to like here and cameos galore and all that good stuff you expect in a Muppet movie. Well, see, here's the thing, and I'm looking forward to seeing this. I don't mm-hmm. know when I'll see it, but I have faith in Jason Siegel, and mm-hmm. here's why, and this ties into the last question. I can't believe I didn't f- remember it, but Forgetting Sarah Marshall is probably the most recent romantic-ish comedy movie that I've seen that is totally genuine, 100% believable in that. Even though it's the break up, meet hot girl, there's trouble, and then it all works out in the end, mm-hmm. it's still works you're still rooting for them i mean he that movie was written so well yeah it is and, a really well written movie yeah and then, that's then why i'm not worried about sequel it and it's like what the fuck yeah oh. and then that's the weirdest fucking you do i mean you do see that that's where this movie came from and that's so fucking weird to me in the hollywood world mm-hmm. that the movie that featured about five minutes of jason siegel's junk full on, <laughs> yes. on the camera yeah is the movie that gave him a fucking muppet movie <laughs> it's so bizarre yeah so I'm, I'm just glad that someone figured out what to do with them. Yeah, you know, it's like they, it's like after Jim Henson died and the rights to that the stuff bounced around forever and ended up at Disney. And when Di- no one at Disney could think of anything to do with it, you know, that was just so depressing. Like, how can you not make this work? It's the Muppets, and for someone mm-hmm. to come along and thrust it back into the public eye and have people genuinely like, I mean, I've read things on Twitter where people were talking about tearing up at the Muppets. It's like, oh, this theme started or this scene started, and I just started tearing up, remembering shit from my childhood. I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good job. Totally nitpicky question. Yep. How are the voices? Since Jim Henson's gone, yeah, yeah that's Fozzie and, is and the I, only I, one that I believe fades Frank in and out. Oz. Yeah, no, nobody didn't like, come back. There's only one person that's done it even before, once before, okay. and not, I don't think he's an original person. 
Yeah. But well, this got- is me totally being someone who grew up yeah. every episode of Muppet Show. Fozzie is the only one that comes and goes. Like, whoever mm-hmm. does it does a really good job. And then it's like, wait, we're, well, you just went co- totally out of Fozzie character mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, that's the only one I have to say is my nitpick. I mean, Piggy sounded exactly like Piggy. It's bizarre. Kermit sounds pretty much like Kermit. Kermit's easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody can do Kermit. Yeah, he sounds a little bit off to me, but um, mm. weird like that. <laughs> hey <Hi-oh>. all. <laughs> yeah. Kermit's not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of easy being green. Kermit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible Kermits. I mean, Frank Oz actually disowned <laughs> Go fuck the movie. Yourself. Like, he read the script and was like, no, fuck that. I will not be associated with your bullshit. And it's like, I will never be associated with this. Mm-hmm. So, go oh, fuck yourself, well, Frank. Yeah. He, he did the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. What the shit? Yeah, he also made In and Out, so he's kind of pretty much null <laughs> yeah. and void as far as like yeah. taste. Yeah. I... Whatever. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Yes. Uh, we've we've talked long enough. Mm-hmm. So, Aztec Rex next week. Yep. Yeah. So let's get some Tune contact. In. Contact Rap- information. From rapid fire that contact shit. Check Paul Walker one more time. Yeah, Paul Walker. While pause for Paul Walker. Check. <laughs> How would Paul Walker write us <laughs> if he wanted were to? He to Besides uh, responding on the Twitter to a direct question, were he to <laughs> want to contact us on Twitter, he could send us a tweet to at bmfcast or go to twitter.com slash bmfcast. He could also send us an email to bmf at bmfcast.com or check us out on the website bmfcast.com. He could check us out on iTunes. Search for bad movie fiends or bmf cast and rate us review us and subscribe to us he would give us five stars he would give us five stars and a good rating he would do it fast and furious <laughs> and if you he, should too if you were to go on facebook he would check us out at facebook.com slash bmf cast sweet what if he really wanted to go the extra mile well before you get into people going the extra mile besides you only go the extra quarter mile right <laughs> I go the, the extra one. Only for one thing. Wow! <laughs> punching you. So in the sorry, face. Mr. Walker. Before that, we've <laughs> gone the extra mile to make sure the extra quarter mile to make sure that he can get our podcast on all of his relevant mobile devices. He would have a relevant mobile device. He would he have absolutely. A lot would. Of it would be on devices. the go. He doesn't have a street urchin phone, so he would check us out on Stitcher, which is a an, an app for all of your relevant mobile devices where you can stream our podcasts. And give us thumbs up. He has an iPhone. He has an iPhone. <laughs> he has an iPhone, so he has a relevant mobile device. Or his assistant has a relevant mobile device. Yeah, his PR person. So, and then if you really wanted to go the extra quarter, half, three quarters, or even a full mile, mm. you could call us on the one, the only, the most important thing you can ever do in your life, the Bamfcast hotline, the Garfield phone. The Paul Walker phone. The Paul Walker phone. <laughs> this week only, the Paul Walker phone. Call us Paul. <laughs> hey Paul, <laughs> don't call us Paul. That's not our name. No, no, no. Call us oh. comma space Paul. Oh, yes, thank you. Exclamation. Please, point. Paul, call your namesake. So, call us on the Garfield phone nine one zero five Jocks BMF nine one zero five five six nine two six three, and you will be immortalized forever in the annals of bad movie podcasting history. Right. So let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. <laughs> <laughs>